Welcome to Judgment. It's Bond season. James Bond season. Be fair warned, we discuss these movies in depth. So spoilers ahead. Now let's have some fun. Enjoy. All right, welcome back to Judgment. We are continuing season two, which is our James Bond movie rankings. Tonight, we will be breaking down the classic, The Man with the Golden Gun, 1974. This is James Bond's ninth appearance, second of Roger Moore. Before we get into it, I am Blaine. We are joined tonight, as always, by Andrew. Andrew, how are you? Doing good, Blaine. How are All you? All right. I'm fantastic. Looking forward to this mm-hmm. breakdown. <laughs> Corey, you're so, here as well. How I you doing, here. man? I'm here. The The quickest getaway from Andrew I've ever seen. He wasn't here. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andrew. Oh, that's enough. <laughs> All right. Dynamite Andrew. Don't say another word. Good job. Uh, moving on. No. Glad to have you guys here. So, like I said, tonight... The Man with the Golden Gun, another Roger Moore masterpiece, as they say. I so, don't know how many are saying it, but sure. <laughs> some, some say this. Some say this. Some, okay. some say it. So uh, before we get in and get your initial reactions, I just want to read the IMDb overview just so we can kind of position ourselves. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So according to IMDb, this movie... James Bond is targeted by the world's most expensive assassin while he attempts to recover sensitive solar cell technology that is being sold to the highest bidder. The end. I gotta say, the second part of that description was really lost on me, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What? Oh, that's what this is about? Okay. (laughs) Very succinct. That's probably how long the movie should have been. Um, well. <laughs> oh, okay. So, as we always do, before we get into our scene-by-scene breakdown and giving out our awards and our scores, just want to go around and get your initial thoughts. See if you're giving it two thumbs up, two thumbs down, whatever. How you feeling, Corey? Oh, I, I hate to go first here. Um, I, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm not going to give it the worst score, but I've got to give this one one thumbs down. Mm. Mm. very fair andrew seems absolutely fair uh well i uh man didn't like this movie i (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i gotta give it two thumbs down to be honest two thumbs down there was a lot more that i didn't like about it than i did so two thumbs down for me you know what i'm gonna have to agree with you Two thumbs down. There are parts where it could have saved itself, but then it just fucked up again. Ooh. Lost its opportunity to get that one thumb down. So I am not off to a by, hot start. If I enjoyed something consistently through it, I can't say it was two thumbs down for me. And there is something that I, I did enjoy. So okay, I mean it's at, that's it's, fair. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what it. I'm I'm intrigued. Me too. Because You're, not gonna like it. You're not going to like it. I mean, oh, currently, Lord. I'm rubbing my superfluous papilla trying to figure out what it is. <laughs> uh, titillating. Yes. Uh, okay. Titillating. So, 
Yeah, we got we got to start this. We yeah. just got to get into it. Um, so we open up at a beach compound. This is the opening scene. Mm-hmm. And then right off the bat, we see this man stand, and he's got three nipples. Who is this mystery man? And then, <laughs> yeah, I mean, start, uh... <laughs> we start with that. We start with that, and then that train keeps a rolling. Oh boy! Um, then we we see his companion, mm-hmm. which is a small individual. Hervé oh. Villachey. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Maude Adams for a minute. <laughs> no, Maude Adams is there. <laughs> no, we, we meet... So, the three-nipple man is our bad guy. He's our villain. This is Francisco Scaramanga, played by Christopher Lee. Yeah. Uh, uh, South American gentleman, played by a very British gentleman. Mm. You gotta love that. Scaramanga. La, 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 la. Yes. <laughs> and then we're on this island. Andrew, you got it. You got it. I think you got it. <laughs> Again, I didn't want to laugh, but I did get it. <laughs> can I just, can we put forward, maybe we uh, maybe we call Scaramonga Trip Nip for the rest of the podcast. What do you think? I, trip Nip. I, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> I'll probably forget it within two seconds. <laughs> that's too close to Knickknack's name for me. I think that's great. They're partners. That's so, true. I mean, <laughs> and speaking of knickknack, anyway, we meet, we meet, mm-hmm. we meet Trip Nip, Scaramanga's henchman, which is Knickknack, who is played by Hervé Villachey, and he is a little person. Yes, he's a little Frenchman <laughs> with impeccable suits. A p- beautiful suits, honestly. <laughs> beautiful. That, the tailoring for Hervé is incredible. It's dead on. Yeah, he nails it. That might have been where the money went in this movie, honestly. If... <laughs> to Nick Knack's wardrobe? Yeah. I, Just his. I love Nick Knack in this movie. So, Did he have that good a tailoring in Fantasy Island? Did anybody ever, ever watch? I never watched Fantasy Island. I just know that's where he got famous. God, it's so... I know this is going off on a tangent three minutes in, but I just actually found out what Fantasy Island was about the other day, and that blew my mind. <laughs> I have no idea. Is it, is it sex? Uh, well, or monsters. I live. Yeah, I mean, who knows? <laughs> but yeah, it's literally about. Uh, it's like science fictiony. I didn't realize that. It's. I thought it was like people just go to this island, and fuck or something. I don't know, but apparently there's a science fiction element to it. All there right. Anyway, but I have no idea, Corey, because we'll I've never seen the out. show. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> we meet Scaramanga, we meet Nick Knack, and then this random guy shows up. It's another assassin. And uh, Nick Knack kind of brings him into the house. Looks like he's paying him to kill Scaramanga. And then all hell breaks loose. The house turns into a living wax museum kind of funhouse situation. And Nick Knack's commentating over the loudspeaker while Scaramanga's trying to get to his gun. Who knows what the fuck is going on? When I uh, saw this, I this is chaos. What is happening? My note was, is this a fucking haunted house? What is going on right now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had no idea. Yeah. So throughout the fun house, there's mannequins, which are actually just real people. I don't know what you guys <laughs> yeah. think. Oh, but... they are real. <laughs> uh, yeah. In all actuality, they are real people. They are just real people. They looked way uh-huh. too good for 1974 to not be real people. I mean, uh, I literally thought, no joke, 
once it was all said and done and we figured like this scene was over, I thought Scaramanga was killing these people and stuffing them like, yeah. And then putting them on display. I didn't realize these were supposed to be mannequins. (laughs) Like that's just mannequins. So this other assassin is creeping through the fun house. Scaramanga's after his gun. It's obviously some sort of weird duel that Scaramanga likes to put on to show his prowess. And eventually Scaramanga finds his golden gun and shoots the other assassin in the head. And that's how we start the movie. Yeah. After we see a Bond mannequin in the funhouse. Which, yeah. it, it sets it up to where he does have a vendetta against Bond, but not to get too far ahead he doesn't in the end and it's really it just happenstance that they met because of what's her face set it all up that he actually didn't have some sort of vendetta against bond i mean that's where i'm like why did he have that in there if he didn't even care about bond i think he was sexually attracted to him oh well that's who isn't just honestly let's be honest more looks way better in this movie than he did golly i think he does too percent yeah a hundred percent he looks well you know he looks pretty handsome i mean well the eyes oh yeah hello hello baby blues but yeah uh roger moore looks great but from what you're talking about it makes you wonder like how famous is James Bond in this universe for this right. guy to be like? Everyone knows who James Bond is. And yeah. I have a point of being a secret agent. Yeah. I mean, secret is in the title. He has yeah. a code name. <laughs> it's not supposed to be known. Yeah. Everyone knows who this cat is. Enough to the point where you could make a wax figure out of him. <laughs> a perfect yeah. replica. Yeah. A perfect yeah. replica. <laughs> Under every crook and cranny. Yeah. It was... Uh, I don't... I mean, here's my thing about this movie, what I realized. It took me a while to realize that Moonraker was batshit crazy. Like, about when you get to the gondola scene, you're like, oh, this movie is just a fucking nut case job. From second one of this movie. Oh, yeah. It, oh, my God. It, you from, knew what you were getting into. that nipple burst into view... <laughs> You're like, okay, this is going to be a ride. (laughs) This is going to be something special. So that's how we end. And I got to point this out. I don't know if this is going to happen in any other Bond movie, but Bond is not in the opening at all, except for his mannequin. He makes no appearance. And that's such an odd way to start a James Bond movie. Yeah. Is with no, no appearance by the main character. Yeah, when the music started and it was obvious we're going into the opening titles, it was like, oh, um, I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I know nothing about what's going on. Yeah. Pon well, wasn't there, but. Um, yeah. Uh, I also just want to ask this question because I did have to rewind. Uh, Scaramanga asked for Tabasco from Nick Knack <laughs> at one point? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so th- this is just yep. me not being, maybe being a deaf person. I'm not sure, but I thought he said, uh, the bath is cold. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then when he brings the Tabasco, I was like, oh. But then I was like, that's how he heats up his water. <laughs> I was like, with spice. What are, you brought them champagne and a beer. What is the Tabasco for? <laughs> I think the Tabasco is for the girl because he just gets up as soon as Nick Knack brings it back. I don't know. But what he, is it? What does it matter? It's, he just I needed mean, what, something to carry. 
Oh, try, yeah. With everything else that goes on with this movie, that should be the least point, you know. But I was like, is this for your champagne or your beer, sir? I'm not sure what this Tabasco is for. But hey, whatever. Okay. It's the most bizarre opening I I think we'll see. I hope. Well, I can't say that, but that I couldn't believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a straight up fun house. But anyways, mm-hmm. yeah. that's how we open this movie. And then we get into our opening title song sequence, which you will see in our scores. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of you guys, but mm. I think our scores will reflect how I feel about this. Uh-huh. And I'm just going <laughs> to leave it at that. Uh, and we'll break it down a little further once we get to that point. Can I Can I just yes, say one word? Absolutely. Uh, garbage? That's all I want to say. Uh, hot garbage, this uh, opening and song word to me. Mm. Hey, you said you don't yeah. like Lulu? What's the problem with Lulu? Uh, boy, I, do I have some notes. Um, <laughs> but I'll leave it be. <laughs> yeah, it's something. We'll say that. Mm-hmm. Also, I failed to mention this. In the opening, mm-hmm. you see Scaramanga going after his golden gun. Oh, yeah, that is a okay. slightly important part of That's this movie. That's in the title. Yeah. So he has a golden gun. It looks ridiculous. Pardon us if we were distracted by the fucking insanity that took place. But, but yeah. it was obviously, it was all just a test. He just wanted to prove how good he was, and he got his golden gun. Anyways, so after the credits close, we're taken to MI6 and M's office, and... M brings in Bond and shows him that they've been sent a golden bullet with 007 etched into the the side of the bullet. So they think, oh, it's Scaramanga. He wants to, there's a hit out on James. Scaramanga is going to go after James and kill him. So they take Bond off of his current assignment. And then from there, Bond kind of goes rogue. Not really rogue, but off the books. Not an official mission. Yeah. He and M kind of acknowledge it, but we also got to talk about the six pages of dialogue that oh. Bond off the head gives about Scar yeah. Manga. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it goes back to Roger Moore being a fucking know-it-all Bond. He knows he, too much. Yeah. He does this. He does that a lot in this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, it's like, Bond, allow, allow a little exposition to happen naturally. You don't have to just be like, oh, that's the so-and-so that does that. And, yes. Indeed. And then the best part was he ended it with, why do you ask? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> it's six pages of dialogue. It gives on this man. Yeah, he just, he's got it down. Remembered it verbatim. <laughs> and, and throughout this dialogue between the two of them, we're told that Scaramanga charges one million dollars a hit so yeah. he's a very high-priced assassin if you didn't hear that in the title in the song, song. <laughs> in the song. <laughs> and every other scene in they this movie make it known that he charges one million dollars to kill someone and that's the thing they say he's the most expensive assassin no one ever talks about if he's the best yeah. <laughs> he just happens to be the most expensive He's yeah. he, uh, he, he really shoots people in the head. He really does. He is accurate. Loves it. He is accurate. <laughs> That's his game. So, like I said, M takes Bond off of his current assignment, which is kind of fueling the whole plot, but also such a background plot that 
you almost don't pick up on it. And that's he was tracking Gibson, which was the guy who created or the solar agitator that we've come out we find out about later. I'm not gonna lie. I did not even know that was being yeah. discussed. Yes, Bond was tracking him. <laughs> oh, that's why he knew who that guy was when he got shot in the head. And yeah, and fuck. pulls him off that mission to go find Scaramanga before he finds him. And I yeah. thought I was like, was this well. from, was this from the previous movie? Are they actually carrying something over? No, that's just that's just it. I mean, they just oh just... no, Corey, that comes along later. <laughs> sort of later, yeah. God, bless. Uh huh. But. No, I did not pick up on the fact that that well, was the you mission. You know what, Andrew? That's totally <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. Because it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, I concur. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad they did. Well, you got to understand, I just thought this solar power shit came up out of nowhere. I was like, <laughs> what? I mean, it basically did. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Fair, but, well, that's good to know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so Bond then gets a hint from Money Penny. That Scaramanga actually killed 002 in the past, and that she has some information or knew about where he was. Yeah, Bill Fairbanks. When um, he got assassinated, and he could maybe go there to get some information. And that was in Beirut. Mm, yeah. So, I will say, I'm just curious if anyone else caught it. When when Bond's like asking who would be after me and 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 says something like <laughs> jealous husbands, but finishes saying with humiliated tailors, and I said, yeah. what's, what's Bond doing to those suits? What a dick! <laughs> humiliated tailors. Angry chefs was another one. So Angry is Bond? Chefs, yeah. Is Bond a Karen at restaurants? It's a he certainly one. seems that way. <laughs> humiliated tailors. You call that an inseam? <laughs> you what piece is this? of shit. <laughs> Such a weird. Don't uh, humiliate the tailors, oh guys. <laughs> Bespoke um, my soul. Mm. So, Bond gets the hint that he needs to go to Beirut uh, to this club and maybe get some information. So he goes uh, to Beirut in Lebanon. Wait. Yes. 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 Okay. And he's at a belly dancing club and uh, he sees the belly dancer and then he follows her back to her room mm-hmm. and they start chit-chatting and apparently this bitch is wearing the bullet that killed 002 in her belly button. <laughs> what kind of sick bitch? She saw him get murdered. Yeah. Took the bullet out of yeah. him and stuffed it in her belly button. And I mean, she saw him a lot so Bill Fairbanks might have had some real feelings for this lady. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> that, whew. Um, and that's not even the craziest thing about this scene no and the fact that bond and this is going to come into play later that bond is doing this ruse to get this bullet out of her belly button just snatch it out and leave what are we doing Bond? you're not averse to slapping bitches no as we see (laughs) in just a moment (laughs) yeah Anyway, that Sean Connery was a huge fan of that, and Roger Moore, you were like saying, "Oh, but he did." Yeah. Well, what happened here? <laughs> well, no, no, I was going to tell you. I'll wait till we get to that scene, but there was something I left out on the last discussion because I didn't want to ruin this movie. But I'll wait till we get to that scene. Okay. So, Bond is in the belly dancer's room trying to get this bullet in the hopes that he can get some information off of the bullet. So she won't let him grab it. So he 
pretends that he's kissing her belly <laughs> and is going to take it out with his mouth. But lo and behold, a henchman chops him in the neck and then Bond <laughs> swallows the bullet. Yeah, so Bond just downs this bullet and then a very interesting fight ensues with these henchmen. <laughs> and again, as we've seen in the other Roger Moore movies, these fight scenes are shit. Um, he is so bad at fighting uh, and he gets his ass kicked a lot, actually. So that's good to see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he implements, you know, he utilizes some uh, some hairspray <laughs> as a really effective weapon here, and then um, Andrew, you pointed this out. Oh man, I don't know if Corey is aware. I'm sure he is, but during the hustle and bustle, a mirror is hit, and the entire camera crew crew is seen I, in the reflection. The entire I did not see that. film crew. I missed that. <laughs> oh my. god. You gotta watch that. That's... Like the the in the chair, the camera, the lights, the crew members. It felt like a scene out of. Naked Here's what Gun. I'll tell you. It was so ridiculous. I'm just trust you because I will not be renting this again. So. <laughs> uh, no, it's on. You can watch. Okay. It's on YouTube. You can see, that you can see it on YouTube. If you want to okay, watch great. that scene, yeah. <laughs> Shit. But uh, yeah, and then it goes from that to the the hairspray in the eye. It it was wild. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a banana scene. Uh. So from there, yeah. Bond's got the bullet. He gets uh, in a taxi. I like this. He just tells the taxi driver to uh, um, go to the pharmacy because mm-hmm. yeah. he needs to shit this bullet out. Yeah, that was... Or throw up. I don't well, know. my note was, is Bond about to shit this bullet out? I think so. Okay. That's what it implied. Um, And then from there, we go back to Q. Mm-hmm. And we're looking... We're checking this bullet out for clues, basically. And they pull some information on it that there's this special gun maker in Macau that makes the bullets. So that's obviously just telling us that, hey, we need to go to Macau. So, yeah. Uh, note I had on this scene. Um, well, first of all, the fact that Bond is going to shit out this used bullet is a little degrading, but what the fuck is going on behind Q in that scene? What? What? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I think they're testing explosive, ca- explosive you have caliber thought? bullets. It's my best guess. Uh, I really couldn't tell you. Yeah. I want to know, and why did we go to Q Branch and not get a single fucking gadget? And that's where I'm a little upset. I don't mm. want to get too far in the weeds on gadgets, but they were in Q Branch. <laughs> yeah. No this would have been an opportune time. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. No. No. I, I'm going to talk about my thoughts on it and kind of when we get into our scores. But, yeah, we were there. You had such a good opportunity. Nothing. He just tells us we need to go to Macau to speak to Lazar. Lazar. Or Laser. Is it Lazar? Yeah, yeah. Lazar. And Laser. Again, I didn't know what the... F- he, they said, Lazar? Lazar. I was like... Lazar. Not to mention that guy with the mustaches. Who is that? Wow. Who is that? <laughs> Why is he? Oh, there? no. Yeah. Is that all? He had two scenes yeah. in this movie. Um, My favorite was he said... Portuguese. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> 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 
not what? Ooh. Yes. Portuguese. And then we're in Macau. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Bond meets this Lazar uh, and basically forces him to give up some information on Scaramanga and the bullets. But he does it in such a stupid the way. The most aggressive way. <laughs> so aggressive. But, okay, so Bond, Lazar's a gun maker, so he has a gun in his, I don't know, his workshop. Bond takes it, points it at the guy, <laughs> but it's like stationary. It's built into like a stand. Yeah, uh, it's like a funhouse so, gun. So yeah. Bond is pointing at his cock and is like, hey, tell me where the bullets are or else I'm going to shoot your dick off, basically. Basically, yeah. But then the guy jumps out of the way. And he's scot free. <laughs> yeah. But he's in the comes room. Back. Like, I'll come back and give you the stuff. Yeah, I, I thought, thought there must have been an Easter egg I missed because yeah. he made it for a man with three ha- three fingers, and I didn't understand who was he mm-hmm. making it for. Yeah. We, are we supposed to know that? I I certainly didn't. No, cool no. gun though. Like he said, the trigger was built into the barrel, so you just squeeze the barrel. It's like uh, no, the uh, stock, the, sco- the stock, the barrel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I hope he doesn't squeeze the barrel. It's a bad. I have to deal. mention that right before we get into yeah, the so bar, we hear a, a very nice Chinese version of the 007 theme, which I, I wrote down. I was like, "Oh no!" Oh yes. yeah, oh, no. fair point. <laughs> very Oriental. Yeah, just to let you know where we're going. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so apparently this dude is a specialized weapons maker. Yeah, in a basement, and he gets scared of James. Gives him the next shipment of golden bullets that are going to go to Scaramanga, and basically tells where the drop off is going to be. So Bond, yeah. uh, was that a, a hotel or a casino? Yeah, yeah, it's at a casino. It's so, at a casino. Not that I could identify what fucking game they were playing on that uh, table, but. <laughs> That that was also a mind blowing thing. I was like, so baskets are involved. They lower the baskets to the table. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> Couldn't tell. You. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, so at the casino, Bond sees uh, Andrea. Yeah, Andrea. Anders, Miss Anders, Miss Andrea, Andrea Anders, mm-hmm. who's Scaramanga's lady. She picks up the bullets at the casino. Then Bond follows her. That's how we get to our next location in Hong Kong. Yep. So Bond follows her to Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. And uh, we meet our one of our other Second Bond, Bond girls, girls. Yeah. Mary Goodnight. I, I do want to just say, why not make uh, three packs of cigarettes worth of bullets? Let's, I think know, he's arrogant. Seems, he's just really all this, All this... But all this traveling to get them, and then you only get what six? Like Jesus! Hey, that's six million dollars. That's six heads. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Six, six heads. heads. Uh, yes. for caskets. And if, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. if you guys didn't know, uh, Scaramanga charges a million dollars. How do you know that? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> just heard it. What I heard? Yeah, I heard. I, I heard it somewhere. Yeah. My friend told me. Um, you're friends with Lulu? Yeah, so... Golly, you're cool. <laughs> I mean to tell you. Um, so, Goodnight shows up as Bond is trying to follow Miss Anders. Um, she kind of blunders it. But anyways, James ended up 
ends up following her. Now, fun fact about Miss Anders, who is played by Maude Adams, she's also Octopussy. She is, yeah. She is Octopussy. She very... Uh, uh, Which yeah. is not a long Did not get time enough. after this. <laughs> not at all. And, <laughs> it wasn't even 10 years, I don't think. <laughs> after so, this <laughs> an odd choice for someone to repeat they must have really liked her as a different character yeah come back as a whole different character please because spoiler alert uh she dies here uh yeah i hate yeah so, for anybody who's unceremoniously too she's just like i bet it's it's interesting yeah kind of <laughs> yeah i guess i, have questions questions about I do too <laughs> um i do also want to say that uh mod adams does make a guest appearance in A View to oh a Oh, my Kill. God. Well, we'll see her there, yeah. too. Three movies with Miss Adams. Well, speaking of Miss Adams, yeah, well, let's so get into Bond it. shows up at her hotel. <laughs> and very strangely, and this, was, I, I, this happened in uh, Goldfinger, too, the hotel workers will just open doors for anyone. I, the only difference is I like that Roger Moore actually asked... As opposed to fucking Sean uh, Connery who yanked that aggressive. woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little aggressive there. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, this worker opens up Miss Andrews' hotel room and James just goes in and uh, watches her take a shower. Yeah. It's not so great. There's yeah. There, there's he that. Gets, he's a little too he's happy to creeping. watch her in the shower. Yeah. And uh, then it just escalates there. Um, <laughs> he kind of throws her down the bed and bends the fuck out of her arm. Oh my god, yeah. I'll break it if you don't. <laughs> yeah. Um and then he slaps her. And um I two yeah, two things about this scene. The fact that she carried that gun into the shower and it's soaking wet is Was that a water pistol? Really wild idea, but <laughs> a water pistol. But yeah, so this is entirely too aggressive for this character. He didn't need to, you know, fuck her up like this. He really roughs her up. <laughs> yeah, and I what what I was gonna say, Corey is Guy Hamilton both directed this movie and Goldfinger, and he what he was saying what I didn't mention on the last uh, show was that he actually does mention the man with the golden gun by name, and he said that Sean never had any issue roughing up women. He goes, but. When I did Man with a Golden Gun with Roger, Roger had a real problem roughing up Maude Adams and he didn't want to do it. And he goes, so I had to f- like forcefully make him do that. And holy shit. <laughs> like He roughs he her up. Yeah, so he basically just beats her ass and makes her give up information about <laughs> where Scaramanga is going to be next. When he slapped her, I... I jumped as if it was a fucking scary movie. I was like, what just happened? And then he was just like saying yeah. terrible shit to her. He was such he was a dick. A I mean, asshole. credit yeah. to Roger then. He looked like he was really enjoying it, so good acting. Uh, yeah. Well, there were two times in this movie he said that he really hated, and it was roughing up Maude Adams, and let's just say uh, doing something to a child <laughs> He's actor not later a child on. actor, though. <laughs> it's not a child actor at all. No, 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 not, oh, not. I'm confused what you're talking about. Hold then. on. Oh, did you think oh. I was talking about knickknack? It's <laughs> like Andrew. You're talking Andrew. You can't say that. You're talking no, about Corey. the elephant. Wait, that makes way more sense. 
the actual Yeah, kid. I hope so. <laughs> he's not a child. Andrew, he's not a child. I know. <laughs> I hope well, you didn't think I did. was under the impression this was a child working for him. Like this was Oliver. His knickknack is also <laughs> Oliver. Is that the kid's name? You look that up. Uh, Oliver. That kid. If that yeah, kid's name was Oliver. Was Oliver. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Uh, okay. Anyways, so uh, Miss Anders tells Bond that Scaramanga is going to be at the Bottoms Up Club, and that she'll be able to see him there. Uh, so Bond obviously goes and scopes out the Bottoms Up Club. And did, now, did you guys notice how often James smokes cigars in this one? Yes. Uh, from what I remember from the special features of Live and Let Die, this was one thing that uh, Roger Moore wanted to implement instead of smoking cigarettes. I guess, I don't know if it's like a Roger Moore didn't enjoy smoking, but... He wanted Bond to smoke cigars instead of cigarettes, though. Huh. I know. Well, yeah, but I did notice that there were quite a few times he had cigars. He's lighting up. Oh, yeah. All right, so Bond's there, scoping it out. Doesn't see anybody. Then you see that Nick Knack and Scaramanga are actually watching Bond. So they're aware of what's going on. And then, bam, you think he's about to shoot Bond. Oh, no. And then, pow, shoots his cat right in the forehead. And that, Andrew, is Gibson. Some guy we have not met yet. I gotta tell you. <laughs> Which is why he had the solar agitator on him. That I, does make more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does at this point, I was just like, okay, well, I'm just going along for this ride, I guess. I I didn't even give that a second thought. <laughs> you didn't think why that guy had that? Well, I remember he said anyway, we'll keep going. I'll tell you when thing okay. when I try to piece together this yeah. puzzle. Yeah. So uh, we see Nick Knack approach. Uh, he steals something out of the dead guy's pocket, which is the thing that we're after, the solar agitator, which right. comes up big later. And then uh, the police arrive. James has a gun, so they arrest him, or so it seems. Mm. Uh, so James is taken away by the police and forced Force. onto a boat. Not just any boat. James gets <laughs> on the boat. Oh, sorry, yeah. There's a bigger boat there's that a, comes. There's, yeah. a, there's, three, <laughs> well, there's three boats in this scene. Yeah. So we got to keep it straight. James is forced onto a police boat. Scaramanga gets into like an ancient Chinese sailing boat. Um, this fucking Pirates of the Caribbean boat. Yes. <laughs> um, and then James then jumps onto a half-sunken ship, which I think is like the HMS... Queen Elizabeth, mm-hmm. um, that's sunk in Hong Kong's harbor. And we think, oh, he's getting away from the police, but actually, he's just arrived at a secret MI6 facility <laughs> the, in they, a half-sunken boat. They've moved the entire group over here for this and mission. All of them. Yeah. Q, random mustache man. <laughs> yeah. M, Everybody shows up. They're all there. <laughs> and they've built... The whole ship's crooked, but they've built, like, level stairs and floors. It's... They've leveled this off instead of just, I don't know, getting a hotel room. I don't know what would have been more difficult. But I did want to bring this up since we're kind of talking about the ships. When Bond is tracking uh, Maud Adams, did you see that, like, transport boat he was on that was, like, a doubled as a speedboat? Oh, the hydrofoil. That blue, yeah. I've never seen that in my life. I was shocked by that. All the rage in the set. <laughs> Hydrofoil. Yes, so. 
I, I wrote down, I said, is this a fucking cruise ship speedboat? What is this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Glad to know that's a thing, and I'm just well, now uninformed. You, now, now you really All want right. one. Guy. Idiot. Um, we are introduced to <laughs> Hip, who's uh, the policeman who takes him in. Did anyone recognize him? Because I was, I was racking my brain, why does he look so familiar? And he plays, he plays Sensei not. in Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> It's like, and it's the same guy. Christ. <laughs> I, what a pull. I had to look it up. Real I was like, why do I know that oh. face? And then I was like, that is the same guy. Wow. Man, that is a good pull. I I forgot that movie oh, existed. It's a great movie. <laughs> Until just Stop a second. one out because Chris Rock's in it, too. Oh, yeah. If only well. he would have kept up with his training. I know. Well, he, was he training it? I think he was a He was a doorman movie. who trained yeah, he was, the you know. ninja as well. Ah, yes, 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 yeah. yes. Well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <Yeah. laughs> I also forgot to mention this. We do a clip to like a little short snippet of Scaramanga on his boat with Maude Adams. And he just kind of like this molests scene. her with his golden gun. I literally wrote Ugh. the same thing. <laughs> it's, it was so Can odd. We, why is he so proud of that thing? Is it just because it transforms? Is that it? Because it's the ugliest gun I've I, ever seen. It looks It looks like a Lego It's a transformer. Gun. That's cool. It, but I don't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, there's a lot to unpack here. The uh, first thing I wrote down in my notes is when we get on the uh the, the halfway sunken ship that we've turned into headquarters i wrote down i said m is in a pissy <laughs> mood in this movie the whole he, time the whole time i hate this m oh my god he literally told bond i wish scaramanga would have killed you it was like jesus christ they gave q a break from being annoyed Who pissed bond? in your cereal q was fine <laughs> yeah. this one. he was not that upset at bond at all it's like he just no. said, I'm just not going to give you anything. No. So. <laughs> yeah, that, that was one thing that blew my mind. But when Scaramanga was molesting Maude Adams, and he could tell that she was not digging it at all, and then he rubs it on her lips, that made me laugh out loud. That was the most ridiculous. <laughs> it, was, it was uncomfortable. To say the least. To say the least. Yeah, so after that, like I said, we're on this Willy Wonka fucking boat base for mi6 and uh this is where they kind of explain what the solar agitator is uh so then we're aware of what i guess we're kind of aware what's going on and now that scaramanga has it in his possession so that starts off our whole need to get to scaramanga again to get this agitator so they tell bond to work with hip to track down Scaramanga and get this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, what they say, it says it turns solar radiation into energy. <laughs> yeah. And could solve the <laughs> energy sure crisis. Yeah. Which, was, I guess that was a big thing in the 1970s. I mean, it. It that's the one thing that's pretty prevalent these days. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, again, so weird to be in this movie. <laughs> Just a real... Interesting turn. Yeah. So they tell Bond that uh, there's a a guy in Bangkok who they think hired Scaramanga to kill Gibson. High fat. So Bond goes to his place, uh, I guess, to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And this shit, 
Bond decides, hey, this guy doesn't know what Scaramanga looks like. I'm going to put on a fake nipple and sneak into high fats. Well, not even really sneak in, just kind of roll up. So it occurred to me after this movie was over, but I said, so the only Q, th- only Q branch gadget is this fake nipple. I don't even think that's that- from Q. Oh yeah, it oh, is from Q. Yeah, he asked you to make it. Yeah. You're right. He, that, that's, oh my I'm, god. <laughs> that, and as far as my calculation goes, the only Q gadget in this movie. Wow. <laughs> he said, "Kind of kinky." <laughs> <laughs> Not as kinky as the woman he meets naked in the water, whose name. <laughs> oh, oh that's mean, coming up. You mean Chew Me? Oh. <laughs> Chew. My note was. Me. Chew me, Jesus. <laughs> I like I, I love that. Okay. Bond's here on this information gathering mission. He's like, fuck it. Yeah, I'll get in this there. pool with this lady. <laughs> you Starts got taking it. his clothes off. But maybe that was a ploy. I am trespassing. <laughs> so they they could see his third nipple. I don't know. It worked out well. What and again, what kills okay, so two things about this. We have Mary Goodnight, and when we first meet her, she is the thirsty, thirsty for Bond. Oh my God, she is so thirsty. For- and then he even has the line when he, when he's leaving, he said, "Uh, don't worry, you'll get your yeah, chance." Yeah, later on he like, says that. I was like, "You can't say fuck? that." Yeah. It's so. Good. Yeah. What the fuck? And she's just like, "God damn it, I want to fuck you, you so can't... bad." And the same with Chumi. Chumi's just like, Chumi is thirsty <laughs> for this me. man that ro- just wandered in here. Chumi wants to have her name completed more than anything. Please oh, yeah. Do the thing I'm telling you. Yeah. And I got to say, even for a James Bond movie, it is a little weird to see a fully naked woman in anything well, in these even movies. Even in the, the opening um, credits, there, has there ever been like someone who, like, the silhouette of that could, woman is naked, fully naked. You can, yeah. There's oh, nips. yeah. There's nipples. Oh, Absolutely. Nipples. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Chewie. <laughs> oh. Speaking of Tillet, this is where he says this. <laughs> um, so, Bond has, you know, his third nipple out, and then someone sees him, and then he gets invited to dinner later. And then yeah. Bond goes, Yeah, he, he must have found me quite titillating. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but he then, sure does. <laughs> then we cut to a scene. Uh, we, we see that Scaramanga has been watching James the whole time. So I, I just think it's hilarious that, <laughs> <laughs> that James is wearing this third nipple yeah. and doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, they were aware it of it. Doesn't the whole time. Yeah. It doesn't play In out at all. Yeah. It doesn't play out at all. The is, third nipple was. Yeah. He's so famous. We didn't need the third nipple. He's so famous, and he <laughs> yeah. he goes on to do this ruse, but then immediately brings up his own name within seconds of meeting Ivan. Yeah. Like, do you know James Bond? <laughs> oh, that's who you are. Please, tell me you do. <laughs> He's a really cool guy. He's so cool. Women drip when he walks over. <laughs> his penis is so big and Handsome. I, I I mean, he's just a really cool guy. He's you only should got meet two him. nipples. I've got three. So it's not me. <laughs> yeah, it's not me. It's absolutely not me. <laughs> so stupid. By the way, don't I sound like my name is Francisco Scaramanga? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Uh. 
I didn't think about that. Yeah. He doesn't try an accent at all. Yeah, no, no. He was really relying on that nipple. He was. Oh, boy. Um, did you hear him say that the, I don't know if it was High Fat or whoever received him said that a third nipple is a sign of great sexual and, yeah. prowess? Invulnerability, too. I, it was High Fat. <laughs> yeah, invulnerability and great sexual prowess. Yeah, it was uh, High Fat who said that, which... Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, Christopher Lee gives off no <laughs> well, sexual you energy. Her with that gun, <laughs> uh, absolutely no <laughs> sexual energy coming off that oh, man. <laughs> oh, Holy uh, shit! <laughs> so uh, Bond returns to High Fats for dinner, and to another like, how did he not know that these were not mannequins? <laughs> I mean. The use of mannequins in the or statues even in this movie is ridiculous. But the what bothered me most is that they made poor fucking Hervé Villachay. He got <laughs> fully painted or yeah. naked, basically. Naked, he was yeah. Wearing a face mask. Yeah. He was about to um, completely skewer him. <laughs> he was. He was gonna. Okay, so anyways, we uh, got to talk about the whole scene. Bond shows up. He looks like he's walking through another garden of life-size, realistic mannequins. Two sumo wrestlers come to life and go like into a full sumo like stance to fight James Bond. <laughs> yes. uh, he gets into a fight. One of the sumo wrestlers, I loved this, picks him up and squeezes him, and then James oh, yeah. tightens his diaper, I guess, <laughs> to hurt his nuts Oh, but in order to escape. Before that... Roger Moore gets two fucking handfuls of some he sumo ass. Oh, yes. <laughs> he, he, he does. <laughs> he squeezes that cake. He really does. He uh, is. He goes for it. <laughs> <laughs> he won't expect this. Oh, very nice. <laughs> it was. And by the way, if you didn't know you were in a fucking insane movie at this point, I don't, I don't know where you've been. This is, the rails are gone <laughs> when this scene happens. But yeah. He twists his diaper. <laughs> twists his diaper. And then he's whacked by Knickknack. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like Corey said, Knickknack was about to trident Bond to death. <laughs> yeah. What if that had happened? I mean, that have been what, a, what a way to go. What a silhouette way to go. To he was just like all power, just about to come. He was ready. Yeah. And you know they the only reason he was even involved is they were like some assholes on set that were just like, you know it'd be funny? Nick Knack was in a toga dress and he's fucking about to kill Bond. They they wanted to play up the fact that he's a little person because uh these people are fucking uh, assholes. So Well Either way The ball <laughs> keeps rolling. Yeah. <laughs> so James is taken hostage, put into a karate gi, oh, and God. taken to a dojo. <laughs> where we then watch mm-hmm. a full demo. We watch, well, first these two guys fight to the death with swords, which was, they felt, felt odd. odd. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I didn't even see yeah. him get this stabbed. Like a well, little, he got stabbed like a... and he was dead, but I didn't even see it happen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was, this scene felt like it was 25 Why? minutes long. <laughs> it was. did we have this? <laughs> So we had the sword fight, and then we had a guy come out and do a full kata, yeah, just solo shadow doing karate. (laughs) And then James comes out, fights him, gives him the old uh, 
the UK uh, bow and kick. <laughs> yeah, trick the kick. bow and kick. Um, the trick kick. I, it did remind me a lot of Indiana yeah. Jones, though. The uh, <laughs> the how much time they spend showing you what a badass guy it is, and then and then one kick, and one, this guy's done. One swift kick. <laughs> yeah. And then they bring out another guy to Ooh, Karate James. The yeah. black belt. Oh, this was the most handsome Asian man I've ever seen. Super in my life. hot. Yes. I would agree. Hello, black belt. Yes. Um, no yellow belts in this movie, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> they all upgraded. <laughs> uh, what is it with the Asian theme in all these Bond movies? I, I honestly. Was, was Ian Fleming in World War II? Did he fight the Japanese or I mean, something? I think Ian Why Fleming was... Why are all was, the Asians the, the bad guys? I wouldn't be surprised if Ian Fleming was in the War of 1876. Like, he was an old man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. there. And honestly, I don't even know if that's Fleming or yeah. these filmmakers. But they really love, like, an Asian henchman uh, doing things. Or it could just be the only movies we've seen so far. Karate was also very popular. Kung Fu was super popular in the 70s. Just ask Elvis. True that. <laughs> so anyways, James is fighting the black belt. Black belt's kind of getting the better of him. James decides to just jump out a window, yeah. which I loved. He said, nah, I'm done Fuck with this. this. I'm going to yeah. jump out the window. Uh, where he's met by Hip and Hip's nieces, who are in schoolgirl outfits, and who are expert karate fighters. Yeah, as well. I- who knew? <laughs> Don't. This is where, gentlemen, I, I as as much as happening on the screen, I was just like, I'm falling asleep. What the fuck is happening? You fell asleep here. <laughs> I was like, why aren't this one? Introducing... Well, no, right after this, like after the schoolgirls get like dropped off, I was like, I don't know what's going on right now. I'm just, I'm gonna oh. go. <laughs> my eyes started drooping. <laughs> <That's>... I gotta <laughs> lay down. Process what I've just seen. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't understand what happened here because the schoolgirls they fight off the bad I. guys, and then they hip and the schoolgirls are like, "All right, we gotta get out of here." But then they just leave. James is hip ever seen again, <laughs> or just yeah. this last? He just drove yeah. away with his nieces. <laughs> um, no joke. When when the when the nieces like gave their karate stance. I couldn't have rolled my eyes any bigger. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I know. <laughs> that was rough. They beat some mm-hmm. ass, though. They... I liked the, they did a stomach kick to a nut shot tandem, which was phenomenal. Yes. Uh, but, but yeah, then they leave Bond. Yeah. And right before that, uh, Bond hits a guy with a stomach chop. Good I just, old stomach I'm going to know every stomach chop I see because it just, it's so silly to me. I, w- I wish we started noting every chop that we Lots see. Of chops. So, chops. so many chops in these movies. Heavy chops. It really, I, um, I never knew why judo yeah. chop was a thing that Austin Powers did, but now it's because they chop in every freaking movie. It seems pretty obvious. So many chops. Yeah. But yeah, Bond is abandoned, so he gets on a little boat, and then they start a canal boat chase. And this is where, unfortunately, where... JW <laughs> makes a cameo or makes his appearance. Mr. JW Pepper. Who is the uh hellaciously Cajun uh bigot from Live and Let Die. I that I seems like a nice understand. way. <laughs> I don't get there's no way 
like usually you bring back a character that people liked. <laughs> I, no, j- everything I've read is that everyone hated his guts. Like and no joke. Die. When I saw that was him, I said, "This is who they chose to bring back." <laughs> of all the characters in that movie, we bring back this guy. <laughs> this- I, he's such a. Uh, an air stealer. He's the Jar Jar Binks Oh, my God, to yeah. say the least. Oh, oh, perfect. That is the best. But more yeah. blatantly racist. <laughs> I, I really... Don't know. I don't know. Oh, a lot of ways yeah. Jar Jar Binks is right. <laughs> well, uh, Jar Jar... Towards <laughs> other people. <laughs> Towards others. I, I, I hate that Jar Jar is now a proud boy member. Uh, it is really rough to see him make this uh, transition. I don't think they let him in. <laughs> You know what? I don't like think so other. either. That's what we're saying. Uh, but yeah, so JW is calling all these people oh pointy heads. Pointy I don't know. If, I, I don't know what that means. I don't either. But I know it's derogatory. Oh, wait. The way he was, was saying like rice, Well, as soon as he like shows up on screen, hats, I'm like. Is that what it's a reference to? I really didn't get it. I, I was like, I, they don't have pointer heads than anyone else. I don't get it at all. <laughs> like, it is. First of all, I think they should have brought back a, was it Baron Samity? Yeah. From Live and Let Die? I loved him. <laughs> how, <laughs> how they would have worked him in would have been. Oh, I would have been. If it was the in same this movie? Scene. In this movie? Why not? <laughs> I think he would have fit right into what was going on. <laughs> oh, it's, it's crazy. But, yeah. So we get graced with him, which, don't get me wrong, would annoy me. But if he was just in this sequence, it'd have been fine. Nope. 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 Not at all. <laughs> he comes back for more. Yeah, so uh, James drives his little boat and eventually escapes and then hooks back up with Mary Goodnight. Yes. Um, and uh, then we're taken back to High Fat's office where Scaramanga shoots and kills High Fat. Yeah. Sure does. Uh, so now he's dead. <laughs> and this is this is the scene where I never realized until this scene right here that the golden gun is a cigarette case, a lighter, and a pen. Yep. That transformer. It was a transformer. God, my mind. in the end where he's just so proud, like stacking them on the table at dinner. And I was like, okay, we get it, Scaramanga. You're going to transform your gun. <laughs> it's very cool. Yeah. We get it. Um, we know what's going to happen next. By the way, when High Fat was talking about his mausoleum earlier in the scene, all, I was like, Jesus Christ, could they paint a picture of this going to be an inside joke later on in this fucking oh, movie? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, this is where I'm going to be buried. I was like, if James Bond doesn't kill him and throw him in there, this is a really wasted uh, piece of dialogue. No, James didn't do it. No. James doesn't do anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and, okay, so from there yeah. we go, James is having dinner with Goodnight. And you know what? James is really putting the Mac on in this scene. Very smooth here. Mm-hmm. I think so. Until I thought he was, yeah. He was nailing it. And then he made her mad. Well, she was playing hard to get. Um, <laughs> she was playing hard to get. Very bad. Well, uh, that's a very... Yeah, probably the worst hard to get game I've ever seen. Because she, she immediately went back to his hotel room. And got undressed. She raced into the hotel room. <laughs> so hard to get. ready for him. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. This is the most like this is the terrible scene <laughs> in a Oh Jesus. This <laughs> So Bond goes back to his hotel room, finds Goodnight there. They get in bed. They're about to fuck. And then Miss Anders comes in and talks to James. And she also wants to fuck. So James shoves Goodnight into the closet and then fucks Anders. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah. Goodnight Until the in morning. the closet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This For is, a couple of hours. Again, the this whole sequence of events is the fact that Goodnight runs back to the hotel room to get ready to fuck James. He said, oh, no, someone's coming. Throws her in the closet for hours. And then Maude Adams comes in and wants to just talk about how shitty her life is. And then somehow that turns into... It turns her on. Yeah. Well, let's fuck. <laughs> let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Before they have sex, she tells James that she's the one who actually sent the golden bullet to London because mm-hmm. she wanted James to kill Scaramanga. Because she hates him, basically. I guess she's yeah. like trapped in the relationship. Once she thinks James is the only person in the world that can kill him. So she set the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. Which I think was kind of what you were talking like about. Like, Was there any animosity between <laughs> these two? Between yeah, Scaramanga and like Bond? He, he must have had a vague at, awareness of who this? Bond was. But he obviously... <laughs> Well, it had to be intimate because yeah. that wax figure was dead on. He had to make a exact See, replica. But yeah, yeah, it seemed more like respect I than anything. I think they didn't have this, the opening sequence filmed, and I think they filmed that last. I think they were like, we need to figure out a way to like give him some sort of something. Because if they hadn't given him that, he would just be this weird random assassin throughout the movie. I think they filmed the opening and the end, and they like had to reshoot or something. That's my. That's why I just feel like it's so disjointed. It couldn't have. It had to have been an afterthought. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I. That sounds better than anything I could come up with. So. But if that's true, and they failed to reshoot the scene where the whole goddamn camera crew is seen. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. If they let that one go, <laughs> I mean, Jesus. I don't know if there was any reshoots. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, they bang. She tells James she'll get the soul X for him if he kills Scaramanga. And yeah, that's it. And uh, sh- then we see Anders at back at the ancient boat with Scaramanga and she shows her steal the soul X out of the, the safe. safe. Yeah. Scaramanga's safe. Um, and then and they're Scaramanga gonna... sleeps in the strangest way. I've seen many people sleep. And that whole room is like brown velvet. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, well, not it, good for a boat because you know it's getting wet. Oh, oh especially when that sex machine Scaramanga comes around. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, that's oozy. Oh, man. Turn the sprinklers on. Scaramanga's here. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, so boy. from there... Uh, Anders is going to meet James at a Muay Thai fight the next day. So, uh, just before we move on, yeah. when he does get Goodnight out of the closet finally, um, he says to her, like, first of all, oh, it's a quote. You dick. It's a quote. <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, he gets her out and it's just like, oh, it's all done now. <laughs> Finished with her. And then, like, She's mad, and he goes, "Oh, don't worry. Your turn so will come. Your turn, your turn will, will come. come. <laughs> your turn will come soon enough." Uh, yeah, don't be mad. <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
I could, yeah. I could fuck you now, good night, but I'd have to wipe my cock off. Yeah. Ooh. I need a rest. I fucked her all around this room. <laughs> She's too used to that sex machine scaremonga. Uh, we almost fucked in the closet, but I remembered you were there. For some reason, I'm getting notorious power bottom Ebenezer Scrooge vibes from whenever you say that. <laughs> I need a dick as big as my arm. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, my, uh, <laughs> yes, it, uh, <laughs> my Roger Moore sometimes turns into Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> uh, okay, so James shows up to the uh, Muay Thai fight, sits down next to Andrea, and uh, then realizes. Hey, she's pretty still right now. She's not even blinking. They notice there's a big bullet hole in her chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, My note for this was dead Mod, Mod Adams is the wildest thing so I've wild. seen. <laughs> it is. It. Did he shoot her while she was sitting there? Or did he shoot her? And dress her and up? And then prop her yeah, up? Prop her up? Is this such a small caliber? Doesn't <laughs> What about all the... Yeah, the all the people around. There's no yeah. backing to those chairs. There's a hole in a fucking hole in her back. They, yeah. were, they were stuffed in there. That was and a it was a white ramp. suit. So she'd have been bleeding all over the place. <laughs> she didn't slump forward or anything. <laughs> didn't close an eye. Just, she just dead. down Rigid. and just got her like propped up on both sides with wood. <laughs> and, I, yeah. I like to think that he killed her on the boat and then made knickknack drag her. <laughs> through the arena like, set her up he had to buy her hair because in all of that he still couldn't find the fucking solar thing on the ground right in front no. of her <laughs> in the oh, popcorn just right yeah. in front of her yeah this very important thing to his weapon he's trying to create that's i'd argue as big as a fucking game boy is just hanging out on the ground it's pretty wild, pretty wild. yeah so Scaramanga shows up and sits down, sits down next to Bond and says, hey, we can't find it. Don't bother looking in her purse. But then James sees it on the ground and <laughs> transports it to Hip. So Hip does make an appearance again. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then Hip goes outside and gives Thanks it Thanks for the ride, asshole. And, and then gives it to Goodnight. Uh, and then Goodnight sees Hervé, sees Knickknack, decides she's going to try to, ta- or I guess, place a tracker in the car that oh, Nick gets God. into. And then Scaramanga just pushes her into the trunk and kidnaps her. Yeah. I, you know, I, I try and I feel bad for good night's character, but goddamn, she is a, a complete oh, player. Like she is doofus. not a yeah. smart human. Yeah. Absolutely. She makes so many. Also, they, they throw out, they say midget more times. They truly oh do. yeah. <laughs> yep. They just throw it out there. Yep, that's, uh, you know. Someone in my household said that word. Probably why our parents are the way they Someone are. Someone in my household said that word. I was like, hey, we don't say that word anymore. <laughs> I really embarrassed <laughs> that, that person. We no. <laughs> oh, no. Is it someone we know? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so Good Night's kidnapped. James and Hip realize it. Now we have another car chase. And... Sure Ladies do. and gentlemen, this is not a DB5 chasing a Ferrari <laughs> or a Jaguar. This is two. They must have had uh, backing by AMC for this movie. You think? 
so because these are just two ugly pieces of shit. These are two American Motor Company cars in AMC Thailand. Hornet and AMC Matador. <laughs> yeah. And they're the only two American cars, but what also blows me away about this is that JW <laughs> is car shopping <laughs> on vacation. In Bangkok, Thailand. Yeah. Yeah. Are these yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Can so, you ship this back home? Yeah, so James steals a car that has this piece of shit in it. <laughs> yeah, he is in and it. So now JW is along for the car chase. And you know what? He totally takes away from because these people are actually driving and it's actually a pretty good car chase for it, the cars that are involved. Yeah, um, yeah. And he's weaving in and out of traffic. And then he does. Probably one of the coolest practical stunts in all the Bond oh, movies no. that I've seen. He drives the car on a ramp, does a complete flip, lands it, but it is ruined by a goddamn <laughs> lollipop slide <laughs> noise. God. Why? It is. Why did they do I, that? I even wrote this down. And not only that. It immediately is bookended by J.W. fucking Pepper's bullshit again. But that was the coolest fucking real stunt they, I have ever, I might have ever seen, to be completely honest. Over a river or a creek. Yeah. Landed it perfect. Why uh, did they do that noise? Why did they do the noise? Um, I, but yeah, I was blown away by that stunt that I watched it twice. I was like, that could have gone so bad, <laughs> like very quickly. <laughs> that was a really great stunt. Yeah. So the chase continues. Scaramanga drives into a shed. Oh, it just keeps and, getting better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> then his AMC Matador turns into a fucking jet airplane. <laughs> they hook wings to it, and then he takes off. He looks like uh, Lone Star. <laughs> From Spaceballs yes, flying away. <laughs> Holy shit. And I don't know. I guess they had like a remote control uh, miniature flying around in the sky. But I, it looked I so said, stupid. Said, it, it, Honestly, was this was. in that barn. <laughs> just pimp that ride. <laughs> that shit looks horrible. It's so bad. This was the uh, yet another scene where I just rolled my eyes and just completely. Not to mention any scene JW was in, I rolled my eyes. But the, when this plane came out, I was like, okay. <laughs> he looks so crazy. Um, and then, of course, JW never shuts the fuck never. up. <laughs> the whole time. I mean, and also, I've, I've not now, seen Live and Let Die, so I'm literally going, why the fuck is this guy doing this? Why did he get two scenes? What is going on? So I'm glad I looked it up. Blaine. <laughs> Blaine and I talked about this before we started. I was, I was like, like uh, would Corey even know who this guy is? <laughs> yeah, if you had I was so mad. If you weren't aware. Like, that just, who is this? I would have been a hundred times more pissed. <laughs> <laughs> who is this guy? Why why do we have to keep including him in this movie? <laughs> uh, yeah, so Scaramanga es escapes in his flying matador, and uh James goes back to MI6 the fun house boat and um 
they are tracking Goodnight's homing beacon that she had, and uh, they get out some maps and figure out that she's in an island in the Red Chinese territory, is what they say. Yeah, yeah. So she's in an island off the coast of China. So James flies to this island solo. He just mm-hmm. shows up. Yep. Um, and I don't know. I felt like he was flying this airplane for 38 minutes. <laughs> they really wanted to Were they show, like off? blow you away with scenery is all I could get. But I was just like, okay, we he can flew continue forever. on now. It's an yeah. odd airplane, too. I did not yeah, recognize we... it at all. It's, what is that? Yeah, the propeller was in the back. Yeah. Airplane. It was a very interesting airplane. Um, it did make me feel like maybe I could fly a plane like this. Because <laughs> it did look kind of cool, but I didn't need it to be a third of the movie. It was ridiculous. Forever. Yeah. Um, so then he lands it. Phenomenal landing, by the way. <laughs> it just... Gotta love, gotta love it. <laughs> <laughs> right up onto the beach. No problem. No problem. It was awesome. Um, and then he's he's met at the beach, uh, Nick Nack and Scaramanga, and they kind of like just take him on a tour because they're friends apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And we're going around the island, and, and he's so excited to see Bond. He loves Bond. He loves him. They're good pals. Mm-hmm. And, and then apparently this island facility, he's got a whole solar energy giant energy station within yeah it's confines um and by the way this is when this part happened and i hadn't kept up with the majority of the the previous solar energy talk i was just like where did this come from like what wait a minute i thought he was just trying to kill james bond why is he interested in solar power so i was just taken aback yeah it was this uh, the other dude that he killed yeah so Scaramanga's big plan is to just sell this information to whoever wants to pay the most for it to sell (laughs) these things. And then (laughs) for whatever reason, he blows up James airplane (laughs) with a, I don't even, it didn't didn't show a laser or anything. He just pointed at it and it blew up. Yeah. This was a continuing, a growing mind bending thing for me. Cause I was like, so you're an assassin. Charges a million dollars a shot, which I've heard him previously. You also are into solar power, and you made a weapon with it. So I was like, this escalation seems very strange to me. I don't understand. Just anybody I, else? The, the biggest takeaway, <laughs> the most impressive thing about Scaramanga's whole layer is the tiny kitchen. That galley kitchen for for survey. That little <laughs> specifically kitchen. for Nick Nat. And little a little control center. And his center. little control little center control above center. it. Yeah. It's all built it's just for Nick Nat. Nick Nat specifications. So perfect. I love that. It was yeah, I love that as well. I mean don't get me wrong, I wish I could own a private island with everything that Scaramaga had. It was pretty nice. But I also want to bring up someone who is <laughs> so I guess unuseful, but that's Craw, the person who runs this fucking facility. Are you talking about the the security yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Jesse Jackson, <laughs> uh, the guy that ran this. <laughs> yes. I was gonna say Reggie Jackson. That guy too. Yeah. yeah. 
Which, by the way, I had to really look up because I couldn't figure out what he was calling him. This poor fucker is not credited in this oh, movie wow. at all. I had to find that. Yeah. I see, he plays, I mean, not a vital part, but he should have got some credit for this movie. Yeah, but his name is Craw, K-R-A. I mean, he, he kind of blows up the whole facility. Uh, this, you know what? He that comes into play credit. later. Yeah. Uh, okay. So after Scaramanga shows off his facility to Bond, they're at lunch, and he's like, hey, we should have a duel. Like a traditional Aaron Burr, yeah. Alexander Hamilton duel. Yeah. It's on well, the beach. You so forgot the, that good night was, I mean, was captured. And then we we realized when we got there that Scaramonga just let her out. Oh, yeah. And so she just comes in in a bikini. And she's like, oh. And does like. She's got she's a good. Oh. To do like got a good tan. And she's just saying them really loudly. <laughs> it's like, you seem to be in fucking enjoying yourself. <laughs> And I know I'm jumping back, but I just have to mention this because it did make me laugh. But, you know, we start the scene when obviously Goodnight was kidnapped. I totally forgot she was in that fucking trunk until after that plane took off. I was like, oh, yeah, that was why they were chasing her. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good night. Oh, good night. <laughs> good. So silly. Oh, boy. So back to the beach. They're back to back. Nick Scaramanga Mack is in has one of his, his beautiful his, suits. His one bullet. James has his six bullets. They make that clear. Nick Nack counts to 20 paces. Bond turns around. Scaramanga ran away. Mm. <laughs> and then they start the whole Funhouse thing from the opening over again. It's the same he exact sequence of events. to kill James yeah. in the Funhouse. He wants to use it. He, he loves That's his, his favorite prop. Absolutely. And you know what? I can't, is Scaramanga that great? Because it looks like Knickknack's doing a lot of the heavy lifting here <laughs> yeah, with the Funhouse yeah. games. Yeah. I mean, of course, you can bring in the best sets in the world. They're all going to be distracted by this nonsense you've built. What if he wasn't there working the board? <laughs> yeah. Who's going to bring up the success, crew? Success, <laughs> success rate's going to plummet. That's what I say. Absolutely. Yeah, so... James is in the fun house and they're having a showdown. And I guess James had enough time to change out of his clothes into a full tuxedo, <laughs> pretend to be the mannequin we saw at the beginning of the movie. And then he kills Scaramanga. Uh, Scaramanga dies like such a little bitch. Just <laughs> so unceremoniously. Yeah. I just want to, I want to, I want to, sh- to see the behind the scenes of James doing that quick change. <laughs> Yeah, because it didn't seem like he had enough time at all. No, he even had his bow tie tied. Yeah. That's not that's not fast. Oh shit, let me get all this off. Yeah, getting clothes off a mannequin cannot be easy. <laughs> I wonder what James is like. What the fuck? Is this me? <laughs> yeah. He wasn't even shocked by that. He was like, those clothes on. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> this is really good. This is my exact uh, yeah. size. I'm gonna fuck this. Those missing fingers. This is yes. tailored. <laughs> I want to suck them. He's gonna go. He's gonna go yell at the tailor that made that. <laughs> this is not my <laughs> measurements. How dare you? Um, so while James kills Scaramanga, uh, 
the security guy, what do you say, Crag? Uh, craw. Craw. Looks like he's about to get sexually aggressive with Goodnight. Uh, super yes. fucking rapey, yeah. <laughs> Coming off real rapey. Then Goodnight pushes him into the liquid uh, helium. And apparently... <laughs> Can't do that. <laughs> it explicitly says in spray in really big letters. It says it in a weird way. Oh, let me tell you something. Zero this is the most. Yeah. This or... is the most pompous fucking sign I've ever read in my life. I took a picture because I was like, "You got to be fucking insane. kidding me!" Absolute zero must be maintained to prevent prompt criticality. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck They weren't this. lying. They weren't lying. <laughs> well, not to mention, I would have had to probably stare at that sign for 30 minutes being like, Prompt so criticality. I can't prompt to, criticality. to prevent prompt criticality. I love okay. it. James gives her shit later. He's like, can't you read the sign? And she was on the balcony. No, she can't read the sign, James. Give her a break. You listen. <laughs> so, so his body temperature... Goes above absolute zero, and the whole plant starts to shut down. But James has got to get the solar agitator out of the laser machine. Uh, uh, which I, he tries to do for 10 minutes. <laughs> I've never been so mad. I I wrote down, just open the goddamn thing. Oh, my God. The fact that after Scaramanga dies, this movie lasts as long as it does, made me so angry. I was like... Just end. <laughs> no, we've got to let end. Goodnight get her pun out. We got to make sure she. Her, we got to her ass turn, it cause more problems. Uh, yeah, her asshole turns on a switch. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Bond eventually gets it. The whole plant blows up. They escape on Scaramanga's ancient boat, and they start to fuck, which we thinks the end is the end. And then we hoped. Nick knock. <laughs> Dive bombs on top with a knife. An oyster and, uh, knife, by the way. <laughs> an oyster <laughs> knife. <laughs> uh, it just keeps getting better. <laughs> um. So Nick Nack comes in to try to kill them, and then he throws like nine hundred wine bottles at him, and then James traps him in a suitcase, <laughs> <laughs> and then puts him into the a, most degrading <laughs> so thing degrading. I've ever seen. <laughs> And Even for a murderous person, it still is so degrading. Puts him in a suitcase, and then puts him in a uh, like a fish catcher basket, and then draws him up to the top of the sailboat. Well, at first we don't basket. know what we happened he to tossed him. him off the boat. He, He's just drowning. Yeah, with the way this interpretation of James Bond is going, it would seem like that's what he would do. That's how but... he made it sound. <laughs> he was like, "You didn't." I yeah. Did. Oh yes, I did. <laughs> I did. I drowned that little pointy head. Oh, <laughs> and by the way, I drug Maud Adams' dead body on here. <laughs> We're She's fucking it too. Us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm setting her up at the bar. <laughs> oh god, she's still a little warm. <laughs> oh. Stick your finger in her chest. <laughs> Warm it up for me. <laughs> oh. Okay, where were we? Oh, yeah. Bond's getting horny with Goodnight, finally. And that's and we how we great end. closing lines, which we may have to save. We, may have we to do. Save. We do. I think we will. Uh, there was one that's just like, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, oh boy. Man. <laughs> but that is how we finish with James finishing. Yeah. Um well, we we get the pan back from Nick Knack. Yeah, it's we been see... tied to the top of this boat. <laughs> just roasting in the sun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, and that is if, the man with the golden gun. If you hadn't watched this whole thing through and that was the closing scene, in my wildest dreams, I would have been like, oh, that's a Bond movie's closing scene. <laughs> a pirate ship with yeah. a little person tied in the Oh, this is a Bond a movie. Bond movie. <laughs> tied at the top of and no joke, from the opening to the last shot of this movie is fucking nuts. <laughs> Just absolutely so crazy. Nuts. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, so we will take a little break, and then we'll come back, give out our, our awards, and then uh, we'll give out our scores and see where this one ranks um, so far. I imagine pretty high. Um, seems that I way. I think so. Yeah. Probably tops. Yeah. It's a race to the bottom. Uh, I don't yeah, know we'll if just... it's going to beat Moonraker or not. I'm actually curious. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I don't, I don't think it was. Let's save it. We'll let's see. save it. All right, we'll take a break. <laughs> Bye. All right, welcome back. So now that we have broken down this movie scene by scene, we will now move into our awards section as we do each time. So... As always, we'll be giving out our awards for Best Death, Best Line, and How Did This Make the Final Cut? So, Corey, who's your Best Death Award going to? I'm going to have to give it to, and I've already forgotten your, what his name was, Craw or Claw? Damn it, that was I, mine. Yeah. I a pervy henchman. Yeah. And he was That's laid, actually laid more accurate. <laughs> yeah. Laid out cold. Oh. Well done. Oh. Killed it, Corey. Yeah, uh, mine was also Craw. Was it? Yeah. Because <laughs> you get like a little bit of his frozen body floating to the top, which is kind of fun. It was chilling. So stupid looking. Okay, that's two for Craw. Can we just uh-huh. do Mr. Mr. Freeze puns for the rest of the <laughs> Ice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> Ice to meet you, Craw. <laughs> hey, chill. <laughs> uh, what about you, Blaine? <laughs> I went with, um, this was not a Bond kill. I guess Craw wasn't either. Nope. Uh, the first assassin that Scaramanga kills in the funhouse. <laughs> because Scaramanga does a, he does like a slip and slide standing up to a front roll, to a forehead shot. Oh, my God, yeah. It was pretty well done, Scaramanga. Yeah. Hats off to you, sir. That, uh, not to mention he did that all in a one-piece tracksuit, which also blew my mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Why he chose to go down the slide standing up, I don't know. I really, I really thought... I thought he was going to do, like, a baseball slide down it, but... <laughs> I thought he was going to do, like, fucking, uh... Uh, in hook and just roll down it. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> bangerang time. Can you fold it in half and yeah. get it? Yeah. <laughs> Which probably would have fit in better with this movie, to I be honest. I love that. Um, I love all right. So, best death is down. Mm-hmm. Moving on to best line. Andrew, what's the best line of the movie? All right. Mine is I'm now aiming at your groin. 
Speak now or forever hold your peace. Ah, I liked that one. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> Lazar. Lazar. Oh. Yes. I'm now Amy Corey. Corey, best line I, award. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the low hanging fruit off this time. I it's not the best line. It's the weirdest line. But when he is sucking bullets out from her belly button, he just really <laughs> leans in and says. We really do have a magnificent abdomen. <laughs> yes. like, what the fuck? I think we need to reiterate the fact that James swallows a golden bullet yeah. out of a lady's belly button. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that this lady keeps it there. So strange. <laughs> um, so ridiculous. And, and, and the low-hanging fruit, Corey, you're talking about was the... Uh, I'm guessing this is the final line he's yeah. talking about. Yeah. Good night. Um, says, she's just coming, sir. She's just coming, sir. Which is, <laughs> even for a James Bond movie, was just like, holy shit. <laughs> and I guess she's just coming from the fact that she finally gets to sleep with James. I guess so. I don't know if there was insertion yet, but... Uh, Definitely no foreplay. No. I didn't see any. James Bond didn't do any of that shit. <laughs> I mean, we have to assume that that's round two, right? Cause, or did... Yeah, right. That would be round two. They've already they've already done the deed. So Nick Natch, mm. Nick Nack watched them fuck. Is that what you're saying? And then I waited think so. I think until so. the second round. He's oh, like, I don't want to kill him now. Let's let him have some they, fun. Weren't they, they change? <laughs> weren't they in different clothes when they were attacked by Nick Nack? I think he watched them go round one and was oh, courteous man. enough to let that happen. Before he, I don't. Before he... I don't know if I like that. <laughs> the Nick Nack's up above him. He played his... a little Nick Nack paddywhack. <laughs> I mean. We oh, already know good. he's a little bit of a weirdo kind of cuck with uh, Scaramanga watching him do kills. So it's kind of with his, it's with, with his a cuck. I like this. We would refer to poor Nick Nack as a cuck. Uh, no. It's a cuck. Uh, are they yelling insults at him while he does this? You don't have I to. Just you don't... can be a silent cuck. I okay. just don't. I don't. I don't like the fact that Nick Nack's right above him flicking his bean to all this. It's just. Uh, yeah, Mr. Bond. I wouldn't have described Nick Nack as a cuck, but I, I kind of like it. <laughs> He's definitely a voyeur. We can at least say that. I, I agree with that. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, he definitely is into it as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, my best line, I liked when Scarum again Scaramanga kills Mister High Fat and then says. <laughs> Mr. Fat has just resigned. <laughs> I like that, too. Yeah. I also like the uh, proceeding line where he says, he always loved that mausoleum. Yes. Put him in it. <laughs> Put him in it. <laughs> well done, uh-huh. Scaramanga. Okay. That leaves just our last award, which is have this make the final cut. Um, I'll go first on this one. <laughs> I think we might all have the same one. I'm not right. going to say that one. Okay. <laughs> Which, I, let's just get that on the table. The fact that the camera crew was in the mirror. Well, that's not was what, that what you're going to say? Nope. No, no. Well, fuck. Even... I'm afraid. <laughs> well, never mind. Um, now I'm afraid to say my, the nipple. Is it the nipple? Nope. It's, nope. That's awesome. But there's so many things that should there be. There is. Okay. Well, mine yeah. was the nipple. <laughs> why, why is the nipple? It's so dumb. It's, Why is it there? It is useless to what we're trying to because do. Because <laughs> even when James used the fake nipple, Scaramanga was already there. 
Yeah. Which, so which, they knew no, it was no James the whole time. If no one's seen Scaramonga's face, supposedly, that means he's the one bragging about his third nipple because it's not like they've seen his <laughs> chest. So he's yeah. going, I was like, I won't, but, but hey, I do have a third nipple. So keep that, keep that in your records. Well, sexual prowess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. Just ask Maude well, Adams. I am so excited to hear y'all's too, because I thought for sure it was those two. You know, the more we are thinking about it, there's so much that shouldn't have made the final cut of the movie. <laughs> well, I'm gonna st- I'll stand by the nipple. Okay. Please yeah. proceed, Andrew. Uh, mine was, uh, I thought we all might have put this, but I said, why the fuck did we have so much J.W. Pepper in this movie? Yeah, that was, my, that was my number one. Okay, just making sure. That's super fair. We should have absolutely cut that out. <laughs> Why? They give him so much. Oh, my God. And he just repeated the same fucking thing like 20 times. Give that out, pony head over there. Oh, where we going, boy? <laughs> like, Well, if we want to talk about uh, great lines. This... You ugly elephant, no boy. <laughs> No, mine was, uh, he said, uh, he, oh, he said, uh, you pointheads don't know nothing about traffic like a goonie bird. <laughs> goonie bird. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what are these words? <laughs> he just improv the whole thing. Oh, well, he he really did a bad job. He needs to go back to that improv class and get some goonie money back. <laughs> well, mm. um, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, mine was the karate school. Fucking, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> just so dumb, pointless, out of place, karate. So school. long, so long. And like I was telling Blaine, I was like, in 1974, maybe this was cool, but goddamn, it is so boring now. <laughs> it is absolutely boring. And they have to, Hip has to tell us that High Fat owns the dojo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Other- yeah, well, cause, because they stopped Nick Knack from killing him and he said, take him to school. And I was yeah. like, oh, what's what's school going to be? A literal fucking karate school. And he just sits and watches a demo at, before he shows also, that he does those not ladies, very well. Those ladies are like <laughs> rubbing him down with like lotion and like yeah. he's having a good time. Th- yeah, this wasn't too much of a punishment for him. I mean, he's getting oh. felt up by a bunch of ladies. So this is exactly Anything what that, James wants. I mean, this movie's full of it. Anytime there's just no reason and no payoff and no... N- never brought up again like why what was that about i mean even hip just left him it was like why why was that scene there why did we do that <laughs> this whole movie could have been cut <laughs> to be honest um all right well that concludes our award segment so all that we have left to do tonight is give out our scores in our seven categories and tally it up and see how it comes out we'll (laughs) see where it gets placed Mm -hmm. so as always we start with our bond factor so talking about how bond was bond in this movie um so coy we'll throw it to you first and see where you're at as far as this one uh for a movie that i didn't particularly like i still felt like throughout he did feel like a bond outside of typical bond gadgetry and effectiveness but he's still like mm. persona wise it's that i mean he was very bond like um he, he he just allowed for a lot of nonsense and he had that typical know-it-all but he was very charismatic 
very, uh, it was a sexual Lothario, let's to say the <laughs> least. Uh, we didn't bring up the fact that, mm-hmm. maybe at the fact, maybe, like, why wouldn't they be in the threesomes? Is it just the, the time that this is based? Like, he could have easily made that happen. And Oh, oh, you mean between Goodnight, Goodnight and Maude? And, and uh, Andrea. <laughs> I was like, he could have made yeah. that happen. That would have been a no-brainer. Um, yeah, the... I guess that would have been a put, you know, a push too far for these seventy audiences. Anyway, so I am scoring him surprisingly, maybe at a seventy-four. And uh, spoiler, that's probably the highest I'm gonna go today on scores. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, that's a good start for this movie, I'll say. Will yeah. it hold up? Yeah. Andrew, what is your Bond factor score? Okay, so for me, uh, when we're talking about this category, I take a lot of, as we know from the last movie, I take points off for the aggressive misogyny that is occurring, and I just don't, again, feel like that's very James Bondy or what the character turns into. Uh, so for me, I took points off for that, and there are certain times that I'm not understanding anything that's going on with this Bond character. So mine's a little lower than Corey's. I went with a 51. 51? Mm-hmm. Yeah. His suits look good, though. you got to admit, always. I look at, I mean, I th- we've said it. Raj looks great in this movie. I will say some of, them looked, some of them looked ill-fitting. Well, that's because he pissed off all those fucking tailors. That's, that's why. Right. Yeah. That's right. Well, maybe that's why he was humiliating them. <laughs> These damn suits. Mm-hmm. So, Andrew, 51. My score is right there with you. I'm a 50 Okay. for this Bond because I felt like he was lacking a little confidence in this movie. Mm. I think he was um, somehow threatened by Scaramanga. I think Scaramanga was more Bond than Roger Moore in this movie. You made a great point earlier when we were talking about this. I think he was was oozing with the confidence, mm-hmm. just was carrying himself in a way that I expected Bond to, and Bond was almost playing second fiddle to Scaramanga in this movie, and that's never what you want from your Bond. No. You don't want to be outshone by the villain, mm-hmm. especially when the villain's also an assassin. So mm-hmm. I just I, I didn't think he was bringing it. Yeah. So I felt 50 was appropriate. Yeah. So I'm with you on that. We'll keep it moving. Mm -hmm. We'll keep it moving. We're now at action sequences. So this one was tricky. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Andrew, we'll start with you first this time. Tell us about it. Where are you at with action? Not a ton of quote unquote action in this movie. Uh, A majority of the points I'm giving it right now is because of that insane car trick that was ruined by <laughs> the flute and fucking jw pepper so oh my god what uh, a waste what a waste uh so this might even seem a little generous i gave it a 55 for action okay. sequences okay yeah cory where are you at i am right there with andrew there's not a whole lot to even remark upon but it wasn't horrible i um, mean the fight scenes weren't great but they at least existed so mm-hmm. I can't give it too, too low, but I gave it a 48. Okay. We're all in the same ballpark. Mm-hmm. I went with a 42. All right. Because it was, the biggest action sequences were the chases. Yeah. Um, the boat and the car 
and the damn it that that's what I was saying earlier mm-hmm. that we could have had a better score with action if they didn't do that stupid slide noise. It was so dumb. Uh, <laughs> and then the, the 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 climax was a definite letdown. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I would have rather seen them do the duel on the beach. Yeah. Then what occurred? It was yeah. so <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Um, so 42 coming in hot. Mm-hmm. All right. Which leads us to <laughs> probably our, our most important category from what we've seen in uh, previous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not okay. The next two have been the biggest <laughs> swings for uh, our scores here. And that is gadgets. Mm-hmm. So, Corey, where are we at with gadgets here? It's important to a Bond movie. So, yeah. It's it's important <laughs> that we think about what the gadget means to us, and I think gadgets are specifically for Bond. So you could argue yes. that the gun is kind of a gadget, the tracker that Goodnight has, blah, the car plane, but those aren't any Bond didn't have any of those, not a one. No, those aren't not, b- not made by Q Branch. No, he had a prosthetic nipple. <laughs> he yeah. had a prosthetic yeah. nipple. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to give him points for having at least something with the gun, but it's a 15 for me, dog. Okay, a 15. <laughs> That's high. <Yeah. laughs> um, I gave it a three. <laughs> because it was just a nipple. For a third nipple. <laughs> and he didn't need it. I'm counting because the gun. They... I'm going to count the gun. His Walther? No, I'm counting the golden gun for the movie as like a cool gadget. Oh, oh. Okay. Mm. Well, that's a debate thing we might have to talk about yeah. going forward is whether we count a villain's gadgets in our gadget scoring. But your score is so fucking low anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. Matter. But, but, <laughs> I, I'm scared if we took it away what it would be. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like a five, honestly. Yeah, yeah. He had his, his, his plane, car, his laser gun, cannon. Like you said, this is more of a Scaramanga movie than this a Bond movie. This is not a Bond movie. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is a Scaramanga really, movie. It really is not much of a Bond movie. I mean, He I, wasn't even in the opening. Exactly. Scaramanga had all the best stuff. He had the greatest things. Um, yeah, I gave it a three because mm-hmm. it was a nipple. And two, they knew it was Bond anyways. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Scaramanga was there with high fat. So not only was it a, a lame gadget, it was pointless to even <laughs> it have it. Pointless. It was as pointless as the whole idea of the third nipple. Yeah. So three. Yeah. Andrew. Well, now I feel really generous. Um, I gave this a ten, and that was just because of the nipple. So, well, <laughs> I was gonna. I thought about it. I gave <laughs> Casino Royale a ten, but the defibrillator mm-hmm. actually saved James Bond's life in that yeah. one. Yeah, the nipple did nothing, so <laughs> I ha- couldn't nothing. go with a ten. Yeah. I had to go lower. I understand. I if understand. it had produced milk or something, <laughs> anything took pictures. It was like a tiny camera. Wow, Anything would have been nice. Just a little, just, <laughs> it has a little aperture on the front. I would, like a little hole that just <laughs> yeah. blinks like an eyeball. <laughs> he saw Chew Me. He was like, hold on. What's the we should capture that? Hold on. <laughs> I got to get some shots in here <laughs> for me and the boys at the office. <laughs> a little spike division for later there, Chew Me. <laughs> that would have been incredible, but no. Q's going to love these. <laughs> Portuguese. <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> Portuguese in Macau. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, a whopping, I don't even know what that was. Uh, 28 I... <laughs> collectively for gadgets. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which brings us to a next disappointment. Mm. Song and title. Song. I'm very interested to see what you guys have to say about this one. <laughs> so, Andrew, let's go to you first. <sighs> well, <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. This seemed about as close to perfect as possible. So, mm. um, 100 hits over here. <laughs> 100. Uh, this was a fucking, uh, again, I'll, I'll restate, garbage. This is absolute <laughs> garbage. <laughs> um, I was blown away. I knew I didn't like this song, but... I didn't remember it whatsoever, so when I heard it, I was like, fuck. So this might even be high, what I'm giving it. I gave it a 21. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. I feel, I mean, for me, fuck this song. (laughs) And what about the... uh... Because remember, we're doing the song, the sequence, and this the oh, excuse me, sequence. I was gonna say way both. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Uh, Twenty of my twenty-one points are for the titles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Damn. Sorry. (laughs) It was just unmemorable all the way around. Uh, and the points I gave it is like, well, yeah, there is a golden gun in this movie, and they show it a billion times in the opening (laughs) sequence. So, here we go. All right, Corey. Are you going to be north Um, or south of 21? Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to be north, actually. Um, Okay. So here's what I did. I did not like it upon the first view. And what I've been doing is going back and listening to the opening twice to give it a fair Mm. shake. Because music's like that, right? Music, sometimes you don't like the first time, but you kind of like it the second time. Yep. It grew on me a little bit. It grew on me a little bit. (laughs) All right. Not a lot of bit, but a, but a little more. I was like, oh, you know what? There's something that there's something I like here. I okay. actually like the opening sequences. The opening sequences are a little sexy. Let's say. I mean, like we said, there's oh. a bare naked woman dancing. I was like, hey, all right, Bond, getting a little right. bit, getting a little bit ahead of your time there, being a little bit ooh, risque. Mm. Uh, so that kind of led. Speaking a lot of, of flicking your bean, this. Corey over here. <laughs> I have a bean. Um, yes. So it grew on me. I'm going to give this a 69. <laughs> oh, yay. Well done, Sam. Wowzer. Sad. All right. She's coming. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would put it like an like a old fashioned emphasis. She's coming, Sam. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> she's coming. Sam. She's yeah. coming. <laughs> Portuguese. Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> He just pops in the scene. <laughs> Portuguese. In, in the opening, like a silhouette of him, he turns. Portuguese. In his lab jacket. <laughs> Curls that fucking weird mustache. Oh. So, 69. I'm going to follow that up with an 18. <laughs> um. Uh, I think we felt <laughs> pretty close. I hated this song. As soon as it came on, even Jill was like, what the fuck are you listening to? I just... Oh, shit. I, I wrote, is this a Josie and the Pussycats performing? Oh, that's kind of... I don't know. It's, I think they did a lot better work. <laughs> I just couldn't get over how much of the... St- I know like we listen for st- 
like plot points sometimes in the song, but oh, I don't want them to beat me over the goddamn oh head God. with them. Million dollars a shot. Gun. I was and like, oh boy. <laughs> did not like the song. No. And the shimmering water effect, I just wasn't for me. Yeah. Oh, I mean. It wasn't for me. It wasn't. <laughs> I don't disagree. <laughs> yeah. Seinfeld agrees. Yeah. Um, so 18. 18. Sorry, Lulu, the singer of this song. Um, more to be desired. I, I was just going to say, we do hear the song at this point and at the end of it. And I was, as soon as this movie was over and I heard that again, I said, yep, this is absolute trash. I don't ever want to experience Dog this. shit. Okay. Well, that leads us I to will, plot. I will yeah. say, though, did anyone watch the credits? The credits last 30 seconds? I well, yeah. I didn't get it. I, I was like, there was no one no one behind the scenes. They didn't, they didn't Oh, they didn't like, care. Anyone. There were at least three people behind the scenes. I saw <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, I saw them in a mirror. <laughs> in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. I think credits have changed over the years. <laughs> I don't I, remember them ever being that short. I was My mind was blown. I mean, there are some movies that don't even have them at the end. They unload sometimes yeah. up front. Which I guess seems like a better way to give people credit because who the fuck staying around to see who lead gaffer was? But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, you're right; they were short. Mm. Well, that leads us to our next category, and that is plot slash characters. So, how do we like the plot? How do we like the characters? Zero to one hundred. Andrew, give me your score. Hmm. There were some characters I liked in this movie. I thought uh, Nick Knack was fun. Uh, I'm, I was baffled by our MI6 employees. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, M was oddly pissy in this movie. Money Penny was a little pissy herself, talking yeah. to James about Bill Fairbanks. I don't know. And I mean, I like Maude Adams a lot. I think she did a great job with this. Uh, Good Night wasn't great. So, for, but what about. What about J.W. Pepper? Well, he I think he was obviously the standout in all of this um, for all the wrong reasons. And hip and the oh. random karate girls. Oh, the karate. <laughs> oh, God, the hiccups. <laughs> they I'm drunk off of it. Oh, Bonshonery. Yeah. Bonshonery. Um, so, yeah. Uh, not great for me. I gave it a 30. <laughs> okay. Oh, and I should probably talk about the plot <laughs> yeah. or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah, that's the big one. Uh, yeah, yeah, that also is incorporated into this, which was just like, all right, so this guy we think wants to kill Bond, but maybe not. We've never really summed that up, and then we have this solar energy weapon that comes into play. The uh fourth part of the third act like jesus christ no thanks i gave it a 30 i thought it was uh not good all right Corey. uh i, I also thought it was pretty stupid plot wise uh <laughs> yeah. it's all over the place but i when i mentioned my through line that i just like about this movie it was knickknack anytime Herbie yeah. was on screen i was like I, i'm enjoying myself Herbie, he great. was he owned his scenes he was I doing a great job Go ahead, Go ahead, sorry. Oh, they gave him a lot of dialogue. I was surprised at how mm -hmm. much he, he got. He, he was chewing the scenery. 
Um, in a yeah. in a good way. Yeah, yeah, he was. I liked Good Night. I don't know. Did we ever credit her, Britt Eklund? Be very beautiful, stupid, yeah. but but I liked mm-hmm. her. I thought she was fun. Yeah, um, that's not much else to say character wise that I really enjoyed. Uh, Hip was fun, but he was kind of kind of random. But um, <laughs> so random. You know, I I can't let I can't say Herve saved the whole thing for me. I'm giving this a forty one. A forty one. Yeah. Forty-one. Right. I right in the middle of you guys, kind of. I gave it a thirty-three. Oh, for all the same reasons. The thir- the Freemason. Okay. I also love Knickknack, and so far he, mo- him and Hinks are right up there, battling <laughs> neck and neck for my Which favorite, crazy. my favorite henchman, because he he talked a lot. Mr. Hinks didn't have to talk at all. Yep. <laughs> but he was pulling all the strings. He was there every time Scaramanga was. He was mm-hmm. doing the dirty work. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, and he did, to... his, his dude died, and he was still going after James. Still mad, yeah. He was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. But yeah, the rest of the characters, um, meh. Yeah. Meh. And we just aren't told as far as plot, you didn't even know who Mr. Gibson was. I thought this was just some <laughs> asshole shot in the street. <laughs> I mean, even if you knew who that was before that, you were just like, why did that guy die? Because they didn't, you never met him before this. We so. never no, saw him. No. We didn't know anything about it. We were introduced to him paying a stripper money and there was no dialogue with him. So No, and we weren't like, there was not a lot of exposition about what the Gibson... <laughs> You know that whole project even was, and how yeah. Scaramanga got involved with it. Who the fuck Mister High High Fat was? <laughs> what is going on here? It was all over the place. They just needed some way to move the plot to Scaramanga. I don't know. Yeah. It was it was very shakily done. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thirty three seems very fair. All right. Off to uh-huh. villain town. Yes. What are we going to give the man with the golden gun, Mr. Francisco Scaramanga himself? Mm-hmm. Where are we at, Andrew? This was the highest score I gave to this movie. Um, and it is a 75 for Christopher Lee. Uh, I really like Scaramanga more than I like any other character in this movie. Uh, I'm not saying he's a great person, but... I just found his character so interesting. As far as world domination goes, I don't think he's quite there. But he is villainous in the fact that he is trying to kill our main character. And I like Christopher Lee. I thought he was fine. Um, so 75 for me. Okay. All right, Corey, where are you at? I'm a little lower than that. I, As much as I like Christopher Lee, I thought Scaramanga was just an odd character like he i don't think he was particularly villainous at all he only killed like three people three maybe Mm. maybe just two three uh and well Corey, yeah he's not he's not he's not he's just he's just an odd duck he's just it's he's not very memorable as a character to me the gun is more memorable than he is i gave him a 57 well, Corey, he did kill Gibson, who's a very big part of this movie. So, 
Okay, 57. I gave him a 69. Hey! Just oozing out of that third nipple. High five. Sexual prowess. Although, Corey used 69 (laughs) earlier, so it doesn't hit as hard. Yeah, really Um, took the steam out of that one, Corey. Thanks, Corey. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) I'm waiting for the movie that's so sexy, I'm going to give a 69. It's all the way down. All the way down. All the way down. (laughs) Um... I, like I said, I thought this was a Scaramanga movie, not a Bond movie. Um, he, The reason he got a 69 and not higher is because he didn't have, like, a plan. Yeah. I mean, it was to sell stuff that he stole from someone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that was his deal. And, but he was just so goddamn con- You know how confident you got to be to invite... A- to have your henchman pay an assassin to come to your house to kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and make then, them walk through a fun house. <laughs> and then walk through a fun house you designed? What? Yeah. That's a crazy mm-hmm. person. Yeah. And a confident one. And his car turned into a goddamn jet. It did. So, it did. And he was just kind of just, I don't know. He was just like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. He had the swag that I wanted James to have here. In a different way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he did get a little aggressive with his gun. Uh, yeah, but not near as aggressive as James in this movie. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So, 69. I mm-hmm. liked him. I dug him. I think he acted circles around uh, Roger Moore in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't so... disagree. And Christopher Lee, I watched a special feature um, that he was doing for the making of this movie and he said this is like his favorite role he's ever done <laughs> he said he loved playing in this part which I, okay i wish it would have right. been in a better movie <laughs> i mean it was about him though yeah so. it was it was he was the the titular spotlight star yeah the titular, titular. <laughs> i love it i'm glad we keep coming back <laughs> oh man <laughs> So, yeah, 69. Okay. All right. So that leaves us with our final category, which is entertainment value. Mm-hmm. Very important category. Yeah. Corey, let's start with you. Uh, like I said, I snoozed uh, at, at, at <laughs> kind of right during, during never, the kind of middle part. Not a good sign. <laughs> no. Uh, never. But, again, I was I was intrigued when a lot of things happened with Knickknack. Uh, again, I, I didn't hate Scaramanga when he was on screen. Uh, and Bond, uh, I was also intrigued uh, for the most part. So outside of the random plot, I, I gave it a 61. Still still fun, just not mm-hmm. the funnest. Dead on. Yeah. I'm going to go. I gave it a 63 for the same exact reasons. I didn't mm-hmm. fall asleep in it, but there were definitely parts where you were dragging, kind of, especially when JW showed up. You're like in the karate dojo. You're just like, what the fuck? This is a little, uh, <laughs> this is a little, little slow for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so sixty three, Andrew. Yeah. So uh, I actually have the lowest score of the three of us. I gave it a forty seven. Oh. Yeah. I just. I, you know what? As ridiculous as I is as it is, I thought that would have bumped it up for you, kind of like Moonraker, but. Yeah, for me, I was way less entertained at this than I was at Moonraker. I had more That's, fun than Moonraker, too. 
Yeah. Absolutely. And, and you know why? Gadgets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was just uh what I was going to say about this movie is I really felt like the two gentlemen who wrote this had to be on LSD when they wrote this movie cuz it is so fucking insane. But it's I don't know what it is. Like I said, I rolled my eyes more than I laughed. And right. when that happens, uh, it's not good for me. And I was bored so much that uh, I missed a key plot point in this movie. So <laughs> uh, there were sparks of things, but just not enough. 47 for me. All right. Well, that wraps it up. So all we have left is um, Andrew, if you've tallied the scores. Oh, yeah. Tell us where we came out and then tell us where we are going to place the man with the golden gun in our current rankings. You got it. So the person who had the highest scores for the man with the golden gun is going to be Corey. He came out at 52.14. I was in second place with 41.29. And Blaine, unmistakably the very lowest, at 39.71. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's that gadgets. That's not gadgets. Yeah. Scores. Uh, and yeah. so, which gives us a grand total for Man with a Golden Gun with an average of 44.38. And so, if we go back to our leaderboard, let's That's, see where we end up. That's dog shit. Uh, that is well below... <laughs> Moonraker in last place. So the man with the golden gun takes over the last place spot. What did Moonraker have? A 52.33. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's worse. It's worse for sure. It is. Way less less fun. I I had a lot more fun in Moonraker than I did this movie. Yeah. No one popped out of a coffin. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. No. (laughs) There was no fan of knives. Well. So, yeah. That's it, everybody. Mm -hmm. So you heard it. Man with the Golden Gun is in last place. We'll see if anything will knock it off its pedestal as worst Bond movie so far. I am very interested. <laughs> I, there's a couple of ones out there that are mm-hmm. in the running. We'll have to see how they hold up. So yeah. Yeah. next week, what do we have on the table, guys? Next week, we're going to be doing You Only Live Twice. You Only Live Twice. We're going back to Bond Shonery. Bond Shonery. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait. All right. So that wraps it up for today. So mm-hmm. tune in next week and we'll break down You Only Live Twice and see where we go from here. Mm-hmm. But for now, it's been Judgment. Judgment.